the world is sand. Your house and all your possessions are sand. Your clothes and body, they are sand too. Your street, lampposts, the postal service and all associated paraphernalia. Everything is sand. The drops of rain, the breaths of wind, the rays of sunshine. The world is sand. It is all so easily brushed away and time is being crumbled just for you. So fall through the hourglass, tumble down the rabbit hole, there's nothing else to do. Welcome to the Drawing Core Podcast, Hoshkeldenis, Bienvenides, Bienvenue, Willkommen, still still mainly those same five languages going there how are you are you all very well are you all in quarantine in lockdown in isolation we have mainly negative words we're using for this period, for this sabbatical. But for sure, the world is appreciating the sabbatical on some levels. You can see pictures of pollution, yani, diagrams of I don't know, looking through some kind of pollution scope, you can see the pollution over areas of land and all the pollution has gone down so much thanks to the lack of flights, lack of cars on the roads. It's a spring cleaning, but a rather brutal one. Obviously, I'm talking about the coronavirus, this COVID-19. Were you to be listening to this in in, in the the far future or in the past, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about, but I'm talking about this virus which has led a huge number of countries to impose a lockdown on their citizens to uh, prevent the virus spreading or to ease the inevitable spreading. And it's been at least two weeks since we've had a drawing core podcast. Close to three, in fact. And of course, it's uh, partly at least related to this, these new developments in our lives. I haven't had coronavirus that would be a good excuse for not doing a podcast perhaps I've been relatively healthy thanks for your concern though 
there's a certain bereftness of inspiration in this situation. Is breathness a word? Breftitude. I feel a little bit like I can't do this podcast. But I had a bath today. I bathed in, in pretty much in darkness. By that I don't mean that rather than using water to clean myself, I used darkness in, in some kind of abstract bathing I actually had candles in the bath and I I rarely take the effort to ceremoniously take care of myself to the extent of having candles but I I, I made the effort, I, I lit some candles partly because of not knowing what to do in this lockdown, quarantine situation, sabbatical situation I was also, I also was dirty I needed to be cleaned but I made the effort and I put the candles out, but not long into the bath, whether it was f- from s- splashes or um, just n- movement and air wafting or the steam from the bath, most of the candles went out, which left me nearly in darkness. There, w- there was a light on outside the bathroom, which meant I could see what was going on. And it was a very hot bath, the kind of bath that takes you a long time to actually get into. It wasn't, I'm not going to say it was a profound experience, but it was definitely um, an experience. It was, it was a thing that happened and while I was in the bath, I could feel the drawing inside me just cracking open a little bit and starting to spill some some words some podcast words in my head and thinking what I would talking talk about thinking that I would tell you about my bath and how it was it was a candle lit until I'm I in, in, until it wasn't and what I'd like to do with this podcast rather than some, somehow working on a topic that I might like to do because there are still topics that I would like to cover in this podcast it, that, that feels a little artificial, that feels a little inauthentic the authentic way of making this podcast for me right now is to together with you kind of rummage around the drawing rummage around this podcast mind and see what we can share just by talking being in quarantine isolating ourselves from other parts of our lives taking this break I think has put us in a slightly abstract timeless space mainly because we rely so much on those things we're not allowed to do at the moment to quantify our lives, to measure our time, measure the time that passes. So we're a little bit adrift 
And in the UK it has only been... This would be the fifth day. But already you can see these shifting moods, collective moods I think. It seemed to be that the first few days were 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 okay and then the last few days have been a bit have been a bit emotional for quite a few people as if as if some moon activity is having exerted exerting its pressure on us or something but like I said I think it's to do with us being unmoored from the things that we rely on to understand our existence even for those people who are still working their work has now been displaced from the designated environment and it is being a struggle for some people to be able to work at home but of course there are also lots of people who now don't have work or can't work there are lots of people who are in refugee camps into which no volunteers are allowed at the moment and already shortages of people and shortages of people people to help and shortages of medicine and things are a, a huge problem they're only going to be a larger problem in the coming days and weeks there'll be people for whom being at home is even a dangerous thing situations where there might be the real possibility of domestic violence so the safety that people have or the means that people rely on have been cut off for lots of people and I don't I'm not going to pretend to think that people in those situations will be listening to this podcast probably most people listening to this podcast will be in a relatively safe situation in their isolation sabbatical but whether or not we're so aware of it I think the fact that those situations where this will be a case of more suffering you know, they, they still exist and they still have a bearing on how this is going to go and how this feels I think it's kind of important to remind ourselves to, to to bring into the space to bring into this podcast space because because if if we think that we, we are a little bit adrift and we're in a slightly abstract timeless space as we've said before this podcast is, is kind of that like this time that I'm recording this will not of course be the time you're listening to it I am I've stressed the the fact that I try and make this with an idea of there being an abstract me and an abstract you so that we can better achieve an intimacy so this podcast is a kind of appropriate space to be in right now in some ways but it's also very it's, it also feels kind of inappropriate because it feels it, it, in a way it feels that abstract space which is now your life 
but while we're going to entertain this idea of there being an abstractness to the now and to the podcast that you're uh, presumably still listening to I think it would be good to invite into because it being abstract we can kind of do that we can kind of play with what's real and invite into our space those people who can't actually be here those people who are having a really shit time and I think what as we do that it's it's perfect it's a perfect harmony to recognize the shit time that you might be having or you might have or I might be having or I might have had those of us who are in pretty good places those of us who have na- the nature outside our doors that we can we can walk in and we can feel feel a certain freedom we're not stuck in the city or those of us who are together inside with people we love or people we at least tolerate who can keep us company especially those that can't talk maybe animals even better we're going to find this difficult for my part I can feel the tension between the people that I'm here with rising or and falling, ebbing and flowing I can also feel the like I said the bereftness the bereftitude of inspiration to not knowing what to do with myself one of the topics that I will hopefully we, we will move to with the drawing in at some point would be post work anarchism so the idea that the, the school of thinking that would say that we don't need to work as much as we do and imagining a world where we wouldn't be so enslaved by this capitalist system as to demand of ourselves and be demanded of so much work in order to justify and support our existence and especially there's uh, someone who's written a book about idleness and I don't know the, I don't know their name offhand but the, the the idea of being idle as a as either a political act or an act of resistance or as a radical act it goes it goes even further I think in in this direction of post-work anarchism to imagine not needing to maximize our time to uh, achieve the greatest success or to win the greatest profit but to actually be practicing doing nothing I didn't when when I had my bath of darkness I didn't um, bring a book into the bathroom which I which I tend to do if I have a bath even if I don't end up reading it I feel like it would be a good time to read so I bring the book with me I, I have a habit of doing this bringing books sometimes multiple books so I have a choice into situations where I'm unlikely to have any actual time to read and I think it's because 
we are so that the idea of needing to maximize our time is so ingrained in us especially in western neoliberal capitalistic environments since this coronavirus shenanigans has started to affect people living in that situation we've seen I say we've seen I've heard that we've seen because I'm still not very good at using Instagram but I've heard that we've seen on Instagram lots of people talking about how they are using or are going to use this time being by themselves to do self-improvement and it's great if we can enjoy our sabbatical if we can find some value in it if we can do the things that we've been meaning to do but haven't done the things that other concerns or responsibilities in life make difficult but there's also I think a danger of feeling the need to maximise all of our time all the time we get the nice little ASMR experience here of me rattling things that's just part of the story today we're not going to worry too much where we're going what's happening what we're doing why we're doing it if it's there's any point to it we are you may have um, you may feel like giving up on this podcast that's by all means your prerogative but if you want to stick with it we're just going to keep on this sort of level of chatting and maybe maybe you can maybe you can hear my brow furrow when I when I say that because I'm not really sure what we're what we're doing here or what we're really achieving is this I mean for sure this is a, this is a privileged position to be in where there's nothing that I really need to achieve with this podcast I don't have people who will hold me to account for the quality of this podcast or for any particular measure of what this podcast is or isn't I have the time to do it without being worried for the lack of earning that I'm doing or for the lack of care that I'm taking over myself or my dependence it could be quite a nice ASMR experience if there was just a couple of flicks of the lighter to get the cigarette lit but that was potentially too many don't worry about it no stress there may be a lot of pauses in this podcast did I say that already? but if a podcast is a work of art 
and the point of this podcast is to play between the ideas of form and idea or content so the form and the content of this podcast are very much entwined as you will have noticed if you listen to more of the podcast we're often talking about how the podcast is made and what it means to present it in this kind of way the metaphysics of podcast the philosophy of podcast and if we create a story through this piece of art if we if we sort of imagine it a little bit narrativized although maybe that's um maybe we shouldn't but as a means of understanding it if we narrativize it what do we want this story to be about what do we want it to inspire or engender or consider then I think we want to consider the idea of doing nothing we talked about Taoism in the first in the second and third episode of this podcast and one of the ideas in Taoism is the great nothing the reason that Winnie the Pooh our Taoist mascot is able to be so wise is because his mind is kind of filled with nothing it is the mind of nothing that can see the solutions clearly (laughs) it's the mind of nothing that can work with what's there and mutually arise with it so that all things fall into place it's an action of inaction when we're doing this sabbatical there are quite a lot of people talking about how to cope and sometimes this takes the form of pushing ourselves to do self-improvement and like I said it's, it can be a, a good thing as long as there isn't this pressure I think that makes you feel like you, you must work on yourself you must achieve something but also people are, um, are talking about how to take care of your mind during this time it does provoke a lot of anxiety especially because of fear of the virus itself but also I think because of the nature of control we're being controlled as we are told to stay in our homes and for me and I think for many people that's a big red flag we don't tend to agree or like to submit to the authority of our governments and yet we are because it makes sense and we kind of have to so these feelings of anxiousness I think are relatively well catered for lots of people putting out content the, the recent the most recent blind boy podcast is about how to deal with anxiety during this time 
can check that out if, if that's what you're after. But I do have some thoughts on how to spend your time pointlessly, how to waste your time in fact. And I've started to think over the last weeks that perhaps I could be an advocate for video games because they are pointless, because they are an exercise that is essentially without real real world, let's say, achievement. I mean, unless you're playing video games professionally, which admittedly a lot of people are, whether they're streaming or whether they're participating in competitions. Playing a video game for your own enjoyment, not with friends, a single player video game experience, satisfies you without offering you real success. I think certain video games are less, I, I would advocate for less, because they present to you a need to complete certain tasks and your enjoyment of the video game hinges on your success which kind of undermines my, my point but if you play a video game in which the systems are well balanced for the, the short term gameplay loop so you feel satisfied just by completing a small task not because it adds to your total score but because just the act of playing is enjoyable then I think you achieve a certain wasting of time that maybe we could all do with I could advocate for something a bit more meditative, meditative or something a bit closer to idleness I didn't especially make my bath for meditative with meditative intention although I did make it slightly ceremonial by, ceremonial by having candles and, and burning some incense but it's easier to advocate for video games video games are very much designed or at least sometimes designed to engender this idleness, this wasteful time and I mean that entirely as an advantage for those who don't like to play video games there are of course analog games most of these obviously involve other people at which point it becomes a social activity which is not a bad thing although it's different from idleness, it's different from wasting time but a few podcasts ago I did a fake facts podcast and I would encourage you to play fake fact games with yourself or with other people because I think it exercises your mind in quite a personal or individual way in any case but for those who might be familiar with cruising Wikipedia as one might cruise a bar 
there is always the random article which brings up anything such as Corpus Christi College Perth which is a private co-educational Catholic secondary college located in Bateman, a southern, southern suburb of Perth, Western Australia. And just ask yourself, or ask someone else, to give you a fake fact about Corpus Christi College Perth, such as it's built on an ancient burial ground. Although this ancient burial burial ground was used exclusively to bury otters so students of the college are beset by ghosts of otters who chase them around the halls or help them with their studies as a result many graduates of Corpus Christi College Perth develop an unnatural fear of otters or an irrational fear of unnatural otters but are often very good at swimming Frederick McLaughlin was an American businessman and soldier he was the first owner of the Chicago Blackhawks National Hockey League ice hockey team who were originally a self-owned anarchist ice hockey team who would play with sticks that they found in the woods with stones that you might use for skimming but also were very good for ice hockey and they would occupy ice hockey rinks until they were removed by authorities to practice but after the entire ice hockey team was um, delivered so many injunctions that they ended up all in uh, in jail with bails that were too high for them or any of their families to pay Frederick McLaughlin paid for all their bail costs in exchange for ownership of the Chicago Blackhawks national ice hockey team although he never made a profit he was um, dedicated to the original vision of the anarchist ice hockey team and merely used his position to enable them to practice legally to buy real uh, ice hockey sticks and ice hockey pucks as well as protective gear all of which was a massive boon to the Chicago Blackhawks National Hockey League ice hockey team and they went on to uh, win every ice hockey match they ever played so there's a couple of fake facts for you um, and I encourage you to do that at home um, for your own amusement and for no other reason and just before we wrap up I want to I mentioned ceremony in, re in relation to my bath and I want to suggest that we take a little bit of time now to 
do a ceremony now now this is last week was the spring equinox and I think that rather than get hung up on the exact day we are in the beginning of spring now we are at the point of spring equinox roughly we held a ceremony on Monday which was simply a fire a kind of we, we kind of um, decorated the space so made a tree like like a Christmas tree but kind of Easter tree and uh, you can um, bring in the elements so you can bring in water which is associated with the West it's also associated with emotions so you can bring your attention to how your emotions are at this time and you can kind of thank the element of water because it you know is rather necessary in our lives fire is associated with the south fire is the sort of headstrong passion that might be rather difficult to control like a forest fire or like a uh, stubborn grandparent who doesn't want to self-isolate in the east you have the element of air that's associated with your thoughts because like the idea is your thoughts travel on the air but also especially with this um, coronavirus affecting our chests it would be a rather appropriate time to give thanks for air so we can all breathe freely and easily and a good bit of wind does a good job of clearing out the shit in your body get yourself up on a high place in your allotted daily exercise time and let the wind rush through you in the south is the element of earth which is associated with ancestry I'm sure that some of you have been thinking of the uh, plague, the Black Death, um, as a bit of a touch point for this pandemic, especially due to the fact that in our in, in any lifetime lifetime of anyone who's really alive today, we haven't experienced a global pandemic like this, which is like you know makes you feel pretty special, but also. It's, it's, it's unprecedented the unknown is another aspect of this which is going to make people feel anxious or scared you can also bring in the element of wood which is kind of about making plans about like getting things done um, and in, in Chinese um, five element acupuncture you might also bring in the element of metal which is, um, I, I don't know what it's associated with. Do your research. But it doesn't really matter how you do your ceremony. It's just some kind of ball rolling ideas. Because I think, like I said about bringing things into this abstract space that we're kind of living in and, and in this abstract space of the podcast, it's a great way of showing our respect to the rest of the world and to the world itself, which is so much connected to us and it should help ground us if you do a proper like ceremony where you just you just honor things in a way that makes you feel like you did a thing that's the kind of intention and the aim of our ceremonies then you feel pretty fucking good afterwards feel pretty satisfied <laughs> 
feel pretty connected and grounded and strong so give it a go that would be a quite a few suggestions in this podcast in fact about this um, for this sabbatical and I think that um, it's important to incorporate into whatever you're doing awareness of whatever shit is going to come up for you and whatever shit is coming up for other people our resident DJ has made a new song by which I mean I have made a new song it's pretty much a one person operation here but anyway this is the song I'm going to share today I hope you enjoy it it contains um, samples from the Blind Boy podcast which is a big inspiration for this I mentioned it this episode but if you enjoy this podcast or if you nearly enjoy it but think it could be better then um, check out the Blind Boy podcast I'm sure you'll enjoy that and um, and it's a sample of him making fun of radio DJs and how it would be difficult for them to handle serious topics as he does on his podcast. And it also contains samples from the Netflix show Sex Education. And it contains one sample from a friend who sent me a voice message while I was making it. Take care of yourselves, Yanni in all the fucking ways that means now be considerate and compassionate to yourself be considerate and compassionate to other people seviorum sizi opiorum sizi see you soon hadi bye bye Okay guys, uh, this week I'm going to speak about my experience with panic attacks. Now, I used to get panic attacks in public situations. My heart would be beating really fast. It's coming up to 9 o'clock now, we've got a lot of... uh Big traffic there on the M50. But my heart would be racing, and it ultimately came from a kind of an existential dread and a feeling that I was inadequate. What the fuck is that? What the fuck? of our answers.
Oh, well, I wasn't going to come out because what you're talking about is very strange and embarrassing. I thought it would be awkward. You should wash your hands, you dirty pig. I'm going to speak about my experience with panic attacks. Oi, that's okay. Thank you. 